0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils podcast. I'm your host, Peter K. If this is your first time tuning into my podcast, The Pearls and Perils is all about finance relationships and personal development i truly believe that these are three very important areas of our lives and especially when it comes to personal development this is often an area that we neglect so i truly believe that it's important for me to share my experiences but not only share my experiences but to have other amazing guests share their stories things that they've been able to overcome in life and to cover topics that i believe a lot of people do not know or are important and need to be highlighted so if you've clicked on this Thank you for clicking on and I hope you're going to stick with me until the end of this podcast. But before we get into today's topic, I really just had to say a big shout out to every single person that has listened to my podcast throughout 2020. Thank you so much much. I truly appreciate all the love, all the support whether it's been um just streaming yourself, sharing my podcast with a friend or just simply subscribing to my podcast channels. I don't know if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts or on SoundCloud, but whatever platform you are listening to, if you're not already subscribed, then do subscribe to my channel. Make sure you're following and also leave me a comment honestly it really really helps me to stay motivated it helps me to ensure that every single week I am putting out a podcast now also before we proceed I wanted to say happy new year to you all it's never too late yes I know we're 14 days into the year but better late than never now let's get straight into today's topic So, on today's show, we're going to be speaking about developing productivity, goal setting, and habit building. Now, these are very, very important topics, especially as we are in the beginning of the year. I know that normally in the new year, that is when everybody wants to get themselves together, that's when everybody wants to start working on their goals, building new habits, and just becoming better. But I do know that sometimes in the month of January, because of that motivation, we are so committed to our goals. By the time it gets to February, that motivation has zipped it has disappeared and then we go back to our same old habits. So I really wanted to share with you some practical tips, some things that you can do that's really going to enable you to create goals that are going to be specific, that are going to be goals that are going to be um achievable for you as well, and also to really learn how to build new habits. I truly believe that sometimes when we are thinking of our goals, we actually ignore the fact that we need to have specific habits in order to achieve those goals. Um, a book I've been reading this month, which I definitely recommend. I'm only on about chapter seven so far, but honestly, it's an amazing book. The book is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I will put the name in the show notes, so if you want to check it out, I would definitely recommend it. It's a really great book. It speaks a lot about habits, and it talks about practical ways that you can build new habits because this is something a lot of us struggle with. We struggle with building new habits, bad habits, and nobody. Struggles to build, it's so easy, but breaking them is where the difficulty lies. And I truly believe if this is an area you want to work on, then definitely check out the book, it is amazing. Me and my book club sisters are reading it this month, and so far, everyone is loving the book. So, if everyone's loving it, you know that book is good. <laughs> so, before we get into it, so like I said, I wanted to speak about practical tips things you can do. So if right now you have a pen and paper near you or you're listening on your phone, I definitely recommend taking some notes of anything that sticks out to you, anything that you think would be useful for you. Uh, there are so many methods when it comes to setting goals. You have the SMART method. I'm sure you've heard of it before but if you haven't, SMART stands for a specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and timely. But when setting goals, it's also important to think about the bigger picture. Something that I always speak to in my finance coaching clients and my business clients is that, you know, when you are setting your goals, you need to think about your ultimate goal for your vision, the ultimate goal for your business or your personal finances. Now, in your case, you have to think about what is the ultimate goal for whatever area I'm setting my goals for. So let's say, for example, you are setting your financial goals for 2020. And you need to be thinking about, what is my ultimate goal for my finances? Like, what do I actually want for my future? Okay, you may say I want to be financially secure, but it's important to actually think about what does financially secure actually look like? How much money do you need to earn on a yearly basis? How much do you need to have in savings? How much do you need to have in assets in order to be the financially stable that you envision in your mind? So it's really important to think about your ultimate goal. And if you say, Do you know what? I've never thought about that and I actually do not have an ultimate goal, then it's important to think about it. And I'll explain why. You the goals that you set, let's say on a yearly basis, or let's say maybe you set short-term goals which are for the next year or two. I think it's important to think about the ultimate goal because that's what you're working towards. You want to ensure that the goals you're setting each year, each month are aligning you with your ultimate goal. These smaller goals you're setting are your stepping stones. As you accomplish them, they are taking you closer to your ultimate goal. Now a little disclaimer guys, I haven't been well for about the last seven to 10 days. So my voice is still recovering. I've not spoken this much (laughs) um, in a while. So if my voice does sound a little bit different or a bit strained, this is the reason why, but we're gonna push through. So like I was saying, when you are creating your goals, your yearly goals, they need to be stepping stones that are going to lead you to your ultimate goal. So if you've never thought about your ultimate goal for your finances, your health, your personal development, your relationships, it's important to think about it because you don't want to be just setting random goals (laughs) that do not align with the life that you want to live. So it's really, really important to take time to think about it. It's so funny. You could be someone that thinks a lot, that's an overthinker, but you don't actually think about key and important things. I can say this because I used to be someone that I would overthink constantly. However, the things that I was thinking about were not things that were helpful for me. They were not things that were gonna enable me to really think critically about my life and make changes. No, it was thoughts that would make me feel bad, negative, anxious, worried. So all my overthinking led me nowhere. But I do think a lot of us, were in a cycle. We're busy, we're doing a lot, but we're actually going nowhere. So I think it's so important, I know I keep stressing this, to think and really figure out what do I want for my life? What do I want for my finances? And what does that look like? And if you say financially secure, financially independent, debt-free, you need to start thinking of your numbers. What are my numbers gonna look like? Definitely start thinking about that. And also looking at things like your pension. What is your predicted... Pension going to be at the rate of your contributions right now. And if you recognize that, oh my gosh, those (laughs) that contribution and what I'll be actually receiving in my pension by the time I retire is actually not something that I could live on, then start looking at changes, maybe ways that you can increase your contribution or invest in other assets that are going to be able to contribute to your retirement once you get to that age. Now, the other day I had a session with a client and we spoke about retirement now this was never something that this person had ever thought about but I said to them you know right now you're young but we're all getting older and time goes so quickly the best time to start investing in your retirement is actually now you know you don't want to start investing in your retirement 10 years before the fact but of course this can be done it just makes it a lot harder and you need to save a lot more money so the earlier you can start thinking about your pension, thinking about your retirement, the better it's gonna be for you. And this is a topic I will definitely cover in another podcast. I did cover it in my Millennial Retirement podcast. So if you didn't listen to that, definitely check that out. So moving on. So like I said, think about your ultimate vision. If you've already created your goals for this year or your vision board in general, then you can take this podcast as a guide to kind of review the goals you've set to see whether they are really smart or not. So, like I said, think about your ultimate vision and then start ensuring that the goals you are setting yourself, whether on a yearly basis or just your general goals, are really going to be those stepping stones to meet your ultimate goal. Let's think of a practical example. So let's say your ultimate goal is to buy yourself a Range Rover, a black Range Rover twenty twenty two plate. Okay, I don't know cars that well, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. But let's say right now, you don't even have your driving license and you don't know how to drive. Now, before you can get the Range Rover, you actually need to ensure that you start learning how to drive. You need to ensure that you get your license. You pass your test, of course, in order to do that. And then you need to make sure you actually have the funds to get the car. So before you can can reach your ultimate goal of owning your Black Range Rover 2022 plate, you need to first go through those steps that I said previously. So first and foremost, you need to book in some driving lessons, get comfortable in your driving, book your driving test, pass your driving test. Also, of course, if you're in the UK, you need to pass your theory test as well, which is also something you need to study for, book and pass. Once you've done that, you need to ensure that once you've gotten to a comfortable stage in your driving, you've you've booked your test, you've passed your test, now you've got your license, but the next step is also thinking about the money. Perhaps you've got the license, but you do not have enough money to get that Range Rover. So you need to start thinking about, you know, how am I going to raise this money? Is it going to be a case of saving towards this goal? Am I going to finance this car? You have to think about the viable means you're going to use to actually purchase it. Now, once you've come up with the money, you've purchased the car, you have met your ultimate goal. But in order for you to have met your ultimate goal, you had to first pass through those smaller goals, which were the stepping stones to meet your goal. Now, it's the same kind of process that comes when it comes to any other goal. Whether that goal is getting married, whether that goal is buying a house, buying a car, whether that goal is starting a business, whether that goal is saving a specific amount of money, there are steps that are going to be a part of the process. So I've got a few key questions for you to consider when setting your goals or if you don't necessarily have goals set out right now, you can think about these goals as I'm reading them to you. So first thing is actually, what is my goal? What do I actually want to accomplish, change um acquire what is it what do I want next you need to be thinking about is this clear and specific now one of the best ways to know if a goal is clear and specific is to think to yourself if someone else was to read this goal right now would they truly understand what I'm trying to achieve because sometimes we write certain things down you know let's say your writing is not exactly um legible (laughs) you can read it but other people can't so your goals need to be something that's written so clearly that someone else could read the goal and understand it now it needs to be clear cut and straight to the point it's one thing to say my goal is to be financially secure that is not clear that is not specific it needs to be very clear so that might mean my goal is to be debt free meaning that i do not own any money in consumer debt i don't owe anyone any money in order for me to be financially secure, aside from being debt free, I want to have at least a year's worth of emergency savings in my bank account. I want to ensure that I have an investment portfolio that's worth X amount. I want to ensure that I have multiple sources of income. Dah, 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 dah. Now, that is a lot more clear and specific. Of course, when you set another goal, you don't need to list all of those things. But like I said, you need to ensure that how you've written it is clear. Next question. What do I need to do to achieve it? That's also something you need to think about. What do I actually need to do to make this goal, right now this goal is an idea, what do I need to do to take this idea into reality? And then you need to be thinking about how long will it actually take how long it will take versus how long you want it to take may not necessarily be the same thing, but it's important to really think about how long is it going to take me to achieve this goal. So for example, I want to buy my house, but how long at the rate that I'm saving is it going to take for me to purchase my house? Maybe the answer is five years, but you want it to be one year. So you need to then think about, is there anything that I can do that's going to enable me to be able to save more money a lot a lot more quicker than I'm saving it right now? And then you need to be thinking about, now this is something we don't often think about, but I think it's very, very important. You need to think about what are the potential threats or challenges to me achieving this goal. A potential threat could be lack of consistency. A potential threat could be money, capital. Maybe the idea that you have or that goal that you're working towards is something that requires you to invest money. But maybe right now you don't have that money or you don't have a stable income. So it's going to be a bit challenging in order for you to work consistently on that goal. But like I said, it's important to think about th- those things so you're actually aware of it before you start working towards it. And then you need to think about what actions and the frequency do I need to make to achieve this goal? But not only that, you need to think about what are the inner changes that I need to make in order to accomplish my goal. Let's say your goal is to lose weight. Now, in order to lose weight, it's not just about dieting or, you know, changing the way you eat and exercising. It's also about changing your mindset. It's also about changing your environment. Now, let's say, for example, you're you're trying to eat more healthy. You're trying to reduce your sugar intake, your fat, your carbs, whatever the case may be. But In your house, your cupboards are filled with biscuits, processed foods, things that you know are going to be very tempting for you to eat. You are not creating the right environment that's going to make it easier for you to achieve your goal. You're actually setting yourself up to fail. You're putting unnecessary temptation in your house that's going to make it even harder for you to stick to eating healthy. So, also, you need to be thinking about what are the inner changes I need to make? What is the kind of person that would achieve this goal, what are they like? You know, what's a character like? Are they someone that's disciplined? Are they someone that is focused? Are they someone that is organized? And if you recognize, you know what, I am, none of these things are required to meet this goal, then these are also things you need to work on at the same time. Something that is so important with habits is that a lot of the time it's not something we consciously work on. It isn't something we consciously work on. A lot of us, we, procrasti- we are serial procrastinators. We are experts <laughs> in procrastinating, experts in time-wasting. However, it's not habits we consciously try to break. We just think to ourselves, oh, it's normal. I procrastinate, you know, I always get it done in the end. However, the habits that we ignore are often the habits that will impede us from reaching our goals. So it's so important if you recognise certain bad habits that you have, or maybe the way that you think is not helpful, you know, in terms of you making progress, in terms of you actually being committed to the things you're doing, you need to work on your habits too. Don't just think about your goals and the end goal, but ignore the fact that you need to do the inner work as well. This is equally as important. And a lot of the times people fail to reach their goals because of the bad habits that they have. So bear that in mind. So a few more key tips. Now first one, if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen I put this in a post. But first thing is first things first, don't set yourself up to fail. So when you are setting your goals, you need to be thinking about whether your goals are achievable within the time frame you are working on. If you are working on a goal that's going to take you five years in one year, you are setting yourself up to fail because it's going to be very difficult for you to achieve five years work in one year. Now, I know that all things are possible and I truly am a strong believer in that. However, there are, you know, some terms and conditions to this sometimes. So I think it's important for you to really think about this when setting your goals. One of the worst things you can do is set yourself up to fail, because when you do that, you start to build in your mind this idea of, "Mm, yeah, I'm making these goals, but I'm probably not going to achieve it anyway, but I'll try. And trying and really committing your all into something are two very different things. So do not set yourself up to fail. Really assess whether your goals are measurable, achievable, realistic, or timely, or not and if you recognize it's not then start doing those tweaks so you can ensure that the goals you're setting are actually realistic within the time you're setting yourself next thing streamline your goals I will repeat this one again streamline your goals this is often something we don't do and this is only something I've mastered within the last two years because I would not streamline my goals I was like an octopus i would be working on like six seven eight goals at once and I will not be getting anywhere So it's very important to streamline your goals. And what do I mean by that? You want to make sure that you're working on your short-term goals first. Why are you going to prioritise a goal that you are going to achieve in the next six years over a goal that is a short-term goal, over a goal that you need to accomplish within the next year or two? This is why it's important to ensure that the goals you are setting are progressive that the goals you are setting are stepping stones that's going to lead you to your ultimate goal, like I said earlier. So let's say, for example, right now I'm in university. I would be prioritizing my short-term goal. Well, it's kind of mid-term if it's three years, but even so, I would be prioritizing my university studying right now, making sure that I finish with the best possible rating in my degree. What is the point of me focusing on Getting a job, making a little side hustle money, but ignoring my studying, ignoring attending my lectures, ignoring getting my university work done. That is my priority. So it's important when you are streamlining your goals to prioritise the goals that are very important to that moment of time you are in. So you want to prioritise your short-term goals, okay? Very, very important. So streamline them. Start working on the most important goal and work your way through that the things that demand your attention, you wanna give your focus to that. Next thing, break your goals down into smaller chunks. So let's say you have a savings goal to save 4,000 pounds in a year. Now when you say 4,000, it sounds like such a large number, but when you break it down into the months, then it's what, 333 pounds, 33 pounds, 33 pence (laughs) a month. Now that sounds a lot smaller and a lot more achievable. So when you break it down into chunks, even in your brain, it just seems so much easier than saying 4,000, like that sounds big, especially if the most you've ever saved is a lot less than that, it's gonna sound like a very huge and difficult goal. But when you break it down into chunks, it's a lot more achievable. Or even thinking about breaking your goals down into quarters, so by the first quarter of the year, I wanna have accomplished X, by the second quarter, I wanna accomplish B- Y, etc. So when you do it that way, you're breaking it down, you're focusing your mind on that period of time and it makes it easier for you as well. And also, it's a great way to, as you come to the end of that quarter, you can actually start reviewing your progress and seeing how you're doing, and really then looking at the bigger picture as to whether you are going to be able to accomplish that goal, make the progress you need to make over the next period of time that you'll be working on next. And once you've done that, it's kind of similar to streamlining your goals, it's prioritising. So, like I said, earlier, prioritize your short-term goals first. I know for a lot of us, we struggle with this. We try to work on so many things at once, especially with a lot of women. We think that we are amazing multitaskers, but this is not always the case when it comes to our goals. Next thing, be accountable. I will repeat it again. Be accountable. Be accountable to your goals. Be accountable to yourself. And if you can be accountable to an accountability partner, this is really going to help us. You're you're so much likely to be um, consistent in a goal if you have someone working alongside you. Um, for example, at work, maybe there's certain projects that you have that you ignore, you procrastinate, you don't get them done. But as soon as your boss asks you, oh, how's it going? That gives you that kick up the backside to get working on the goal. And then you know, oh my gosh, I need to get this done because I'm accountable to this. People are gonna ask me about this. I'm gonna have to give a report for this. And that enables us to be more consistent with it. So why not be accountable to your goals? And a great way of being accountable leads me to the next one, is review. You can't be accountable to something you don't review. It's easy to deceive yourself and to think that you're making all this amazing progress when you're not actually reviewing your action plan, when you're not actually reviewing your financial plan. And if you don't know how to create a financial plan, I definitely suggest heading over to www.pearlsandpearls.com. I will leave it in the show notes. I do have a financial plan template which has some guidance notes in it and gives you all the steps and questions you need when actually creating your plan. So if you struggle with this, definitely suggest grabbing my template now I'm gonna take a short break so I can grab some water, rest my voice because I can see that it's starting to strain. And I am back! Okay so as I was finishing off with saying is about reviewing your goals. So something that's important is picking a period of time that you're going to review your goals. So it could even be reviewing your goals at the end of every month, but reviewing the actions. Of course, the goal is going to stay the same, but you want to be reviewing the actions that you wrote down, the actions you said you were going to do. So maybe one of your actions was to exercise three times a week because you want to get more healthier, you want to get more fit but you recognize at the end of the month, you probably exercise three times a month. (laughs) So taking that time to review your action plan is gonna enable you to see whether the actions you've set out for yourself are really realistic or not, or whether you've been consistent in those goals. So it's important to make sure you're reviewing at regular intervals so that you can keep on top of your progress so that you can be accountable to the goals that you set for yourself. And also it gives you an opportunity to start thinking about the effectiveness of those goals. Maybe you've set goals that you've been consistent with, but you're seeing it little to no progress. Sometimes it's the fact that sometimes things take a bit longer for you to see the progress in it, but also maybe the goals you set are not really effective goals. And of course, when you recognize that, it's not about, ah, let me just give up, it's too hard. No, it's just for you to strategize. In a business, we are constantly strategizing, we're constantly thinking of different ways to accomplish different goals. If you do a marketing campaign that does not bring the results you want, you're not going to say our marketing just doesn't work and stop. No, you're going to start thinking of ways to have a better, more effective marketing campaign. And it's the same with your goals. Just because something does not happen within the time frame you wanted it to doesn't mean you should give up, throw in the towel and just think this doesn't work this is never going to happen. No, you need to be someone who is a critical thinker, someone who's strategic and always ready to think and pivot yourself. So if you find that the goals, not the goals, sorry, if you find the actions you set out weren't effective, then just start thinking of some new ones. And of course, if you need help, then looking at who can help me to work towards this goal. I think sometimes something we do as well is we suffer unnecessarily. There are There is always going to be someone who knows which you don't yet know. There's always gonna be someone that has overcome what you are currently going through. There's always gonna be someone that's an expert in the field that you want to develop in. So why not utilize someone who knows what they're doing to help you along your journey? Whether that's gonna be getting a mentor, a coach, whether it's gonna be booking yourself on a course that's gonna help you to reach your goal. Do not suffer unnecessarily when you can utilize resources that's gonna help you to grow. Now, this last one is super important and it's all about celebrating your progress. Sometimes this is not something we do enough. Sometimes you only celebrate a goal once you have hit the milestone. But even in the progress, you have to understand, in order for you to have accomplished that goal, it took those little milestones. Let's say you had a goal to get more fit and develop the habit of exercising three times a week. Now, that's one of my habits for 2021 that I'm working to build. Now, if you had a month where you you hit consistency of exercising twice a week, that's still a milestone. It's two times more than you were doing before if you were never exercising. So always ensure that you celebrate your success, that you celebrate your progress. No matter how small that progress may seem, all those little changes are compounding to the bigger picture. Now, I want to get into talking about habits. So Something that's so important, and honestly, I really want to stress it, is that success in achieving your goals is linked to your habits. Your success or failure is directly linked to the habits that you have. Whether the habits are physical things that you do, or habits that you have in your mind, ways of thinking that you always go back to. This is so important to understand... And consciously work on because sometimes we ignore habits we don't think about it we just think about the goals we think about the actions we're gonna take and we just ignore the fact that if you don't work on your habits they're gonna trip you up as you're trying to make progress so remember when setting your goals consider the habits you need to build alongside the actions you're gonna take and it's so important to think about this and remembering that when you're building habits it requires consistency in order for something to become a habit you have to have done it consistently even with a bad habit in order for you to have someone who smokes regularly. It wasn't just from smoking that one time. If you'd smoked that one time and you never smoked again it wouldn't have become a habit but if you smoked that one time you liked the feeling of it or you liked the status it gave you, maybe you were like 10 at the time and it made you super cool in school, then you're going to continue repeating that habit and that consistency is what is what's going to form that habit. So keeping that in mind, when it comes to creating, when it comes to thinking about habits you want to create and build, you need to remember that the consistency is what's going to make that habit stick. So when thinking about goals you want to create, some of what I'm going to share with you is based on the book I'm reading this month, I'll repeat it again, it's Atomic Habits by James Clear, and like I said, do check it out, it's a very, very good book. Um, So yeah, so first and foremost, think about starting small. So I'm going to use exercise because I know that for a lot of us that is the goal, that is one thing we're working on and it's often something that a lot of people struggle to do consistently and when thinking about that if you currently don't exercise at all do not set yourself up to fail like I said earlier, start small. Instead of saying to yourself that you're going to exercise five times a week when you know right now you don't even exercise one time a week, you're setting yourself up to fail. You're giving yourself something that's very very unachievable, yes it can be done but in terms of On terms of a basis of doing that consistently, it's going to be a struggle. So instead of saying, okay, I'm going to exercise five times a week, why not say, do you know what? I'm going to start off exercising at least two times a week for at least 20 minutes each session. Now, when you've done it that way, you've started off small, you've made your goal easy, When you make your goals easy enough that you don't need to be motivated to get it done, you're more likely to do it. Some goals require motivation. And as you know, motivation comes and motivation goes. So you don't want to be depending on that. And secondly, as you start being consistent. So when I recognize, wow, I did a week, I've done two weeks of exercising twice a week. Let me up my game. So you're going to increase your habit in small ways, gradually so once you've done it successfully let's say for example for two weeks then in your third week you can be like okay I'm going to increase it to three times a week of 20 minute sessions now once you've done that consistently for another two weeks or even three weeks then you continue to increase your habit gradually to the level of consistency you want to get to and remember break your habit into chunks so remember we said three times a week at 20 minutes segments now let's say you want to start including some weight training in there as well so you might say okay i'm going to do 20 minutes of cardio three times a week and then i'm going to do one um say, off weight training for 20 minutes. So what you've done is you've broken your habit into chunks. But also something that's great as well is assigning your habits to specific days or times. When you have a day and a time for something, you have more of an obligation to that. So if I say to myself, I'm going to exercise on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Okay, that's what I'm doing. I've named the date, the time, and I've given myself a location. Well, right now, it will be my living room because the gyms are closed. <laughs> so I have created the date. I've set the time. I've given myself the location. Set myself a reminder on my phone as well. And I have booked that date with myself. I've booked the date in, you know, and it's important to do that. It's important to assign dates and times. Because sometimes we keep saying to ourselves, oh yeah, I'm going to do it late. I'm going to do it later. But later is not a time. You need to be specific. So even if there is something you're going to delay, you need to give a date to it. Don't just say to yourself, I'm gonna do it later. Oh, I'll check it later. Oh, I'll book that appointment later. Name a date, a time, and set a reminder. Write it on your calendar. Put it in your house somewhere. Somewhere you're gonna see it. Somewhere you're gonna be reminded of it so that you will actually get it done. Think of the times that you said to yourself you're gonna do something later and you never got it done. Or by the time you got it done, it was too late. Yeah, you don't want to keep repeating that. That's also a bad habit. And if you want to break that, you have to do the opposite of that. So something else that's important, and it's something that sometimes when this happens, we don't do it. You have to remember you are building a habit. You are gonna make mistakes, you are gonna have your slip up moments. But when that happens, get back on track. Don't just give up. Don't just think to yourself, oh, you know, it's too hard, I can't do it, you know. I'm just going to give up. No, when you slip up, get back on track. Get back on track. This is for me, when I make mistakes in habits I'm trying to build, I don't just give up. I remember, you know, okay, I've made a mistake, but let's get back on track. Let's get back to it. Let's just get back to it. You know, let me start working on it. Let me start doing what I need to do. It's so important. So remember, when you slip, get back on track. The sooner you do that, the easier it is for you to get back into the flow of things. It's almost like when you stop going to the gym for like three months versus you stop going for one week. When it's been a week, it's so much easier for you to get back into the swing of things versus when it's been three months, it's like, oh, can I do it? The gym just seems so far away, even if it's like a five minute walk from your house. So definitely as soon as you slip up, get back on track as quickly as possible and next thing which is something we ignore is very very important and it's it's key it's key to you having the consistency you want to build and remember this stick to a pace you can sustain and sticking to a pace you can sustain really links with the starting small and increasing your habit gradually but the key is sometimes we want to run before we've even crawled and i think with our generation we are so much more impatient than previous generations because we can have things so quickly if I want to find out the answer to a question I can simply google it and get that answer in a matter of seconds but in previous years if people wanted to find something out they had to look in a book and maybe they didn't have that book so they had to go to the library so the time they'd get that answer would take a lot longer whereas for us now Information is so readily available and we can get it on such a quick um, basis that it makes us very impatient. Sometimes you have to wait five minutes for something and you're already feeling annoyed and irritated. But honestly, stick to a pace you can sustain. Build it up gradually because when you do it that way, you're going to be able to achieve your goal. I'll give you an example. So one of the habits that I've been working on building, which I've successfully, I can say I've successfully done it now, is reading consistently. I started my book club in August and every single month we have a different book we read. But I'd find that some months I would struggle to finish the book within the month, not because I didn't have time, but I read very inconsistently. So what I did one month was every day, five days a week, I would read for at least 10 minutes. Now, when doing this, it made it a lot easier because every day I'm getting into the pace I'm reading and most times I would read a lot more than for 10 minutes, so it would allow me to actually make more progress in the book and finish the book within the period of time I wanted to. And from that, I just kind of continued this habit, you know, of reading regularly and it's become a lot easier for me. It's no longer a chore. It's no longer, oh, I have to read this book. No, I enjoy it. And it's a part of my downtime. It's a part of my time of just switching off from, you know, social media, TV and all the other things that we waste our time with and really just taking time to focus on the book. And honestly, that's helped. But just making those small changes of reading for ten minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, and it isn't to be honest. It's like listening to like three or three songs or so, very very quick. Um, that really helps me a lot, and yeah, it helped me to build the habit. So remember, start small, increase your habit in small ways gradually. Break your habits into chunks. Get back on track when you slip stick to a pace you can sustain and I really really hope that you guys found this podcast today useful now if you say you know one of the habits I'm trying to build in 2021 is building better habits in my finances it's managing my business in a more effective way so whether it's your personal finance you want to be more effective in or your business finances then definitely head over to my website www.pearlsandpearls.com you know it's a new year and I find that in a new year, that's when that's when you want to really get into the swing of things. So if this is an area you need some help with, then check out my coaching plans. My coaching plans are either three months or a year yearly plan, and that really allows you to have the greater support and accountability to really stick to and achieve the goals and habits you want to build. Or you can check out my finance 101 session on my business 101 session. Now, before I wrap up the podcast, I wanna thank you for sticking with me throughout. And also, I wanna say if you are listening to me on SoundCloud or Apple, please guys leave a review, leave a comment, and let me know how you found today's podcast. If you're listening to this podcast and you can relate to anything I've shared, or maybe you have an inspirational story, something that you have accomplished or you've worked on, you've overcome in your personal life or your finances, and you'd love to come on my podcast, And do drop me an email. And I would love to set something up with you. So yeah, so thank you for listening. I hope you guys found this useful. Um, if you want to go back, write the key things down that stood out to you and do let me know your your comments as well. I would love to know how this podcast helped you, if there's anything you'd suggest or any ideas that you do that helps you to build um, goals and habits in an effective way. So thank you for listening, guys. I'm going to be back with you in a week's time. I hope you have a great rest of your week and happy new year once again.